Thank you for joining me on the road. I'm Kai, and I'm here with Mecca. Uh, Tonight, we're going to talk about this dumpster fire in Washington that happened today where uh, Trumpsters tried to take over the Capitol, and they were partially successful. It took hours to get them evacuated or removed from the situation, and to also make sure that representatives and senators were safe. This was done at the behest of the president, his encouragement for them to handle a situation. The situation being that he's a sore loser and that he cannot be defeated. So, Mecca, tell me how you feel about it. Man, I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm not shocked. Um, I'm not surprised. Um, I, I think that it it had been uh, culminating for a while, and we kind of expected um, something to happen. We didn't know exactly how it was going to happen, but they told us exactly what they're going to do. So I'm not surprised. They surely did, and I'm not surprised that this has occurred either um this was the most affront thing that MAGA or white terrorism has done this was uh, shocking this was disgusting but this was not unexpected yeah it's but uh... we didn't expect them to go I don't don't think any of us expect them to actually take over the capitol building or um Uh congress as the way they did i i I, you know it kind of like lets us know that um it's actually how people are treated differently in this country exactly because as much as they like to say that black lives matter um antifa and all these people are terrorists Mm -hmm. they didn't quite say that about them today even though what they did was domestic terrorism I mean somebody was killed somebody was shot and killed because they decided that they wanted to storm the capitol building while they were making a I I wouldn't even call it a decision because this has been over since November 3rd what they were doing this is all ceremonial with the whole certifying of the uh electoral college uh they're just counting but they thought that they could stop something because they failed civics they never probably even took civics because they heard and they believe what the president told them is that they can stop this act of uh what they call stop the steal which they weren't stealing anything there was no foul play there was no fraud there was nothing um that was wrong done wrong in this election but because he told these people that and they believe everything that he says, they wouldn't got themselves in trouble because those people who stormed the Capitol, who got in, who sat on the floor of where the Senate sits or the vice president or the president mm-hmm. of the Senate sits, mm-hmm. they are going to be prosecuted. Heavily, because at the same token, those who made it in, there's video of them taking pictures or documents found in people's desk. Um, it is not now. It's like a matter a, a matter of 
um, national security because what were they taking pictures of? Right. They were in Nancy Pelosi's office and Mitch McConnell's office. They, they, what they did now, what the president encouraged them to do was try to usurp the government. Right. And that's treasonous. Yeah. Some of those, again, like you said, some, some of the people died. At this point, I feel that the president should be held accountable for his actions. He should be, uh, it, I'm not, I'm not sure what to say. I mean, like he, he only, he only has what, 14 Excuse me, days. Kai, we got a connection issue. I'm starting to sound like it did when we first started. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. It's still breaking up though. All right. Can you hear me now? Mm, it's still bad. Okay. Okay. Give it a second. I think it's my fault because I tried to uh, pull up, pull up some resources to talk about um, what I saw earlier. Can you hear me? I can't hear you perfectly. Yeah, yours is still breaking up though when you speak. So um, it's probably your uh, your Wi-Fi or your connection. But I'll go ahead and just try and speak off the top of the dome without um, giving out false information. But um, a lot of the president's tweets. Um, never age well because he just said that there was uh, some protesters, what they call themselves protesters, but I call it again domestic terrorism. But he mm-hmm. called the protesters that were protesting um, the life of um, the young man who was murdered in Milwaukee. Was it Milwaukee? Um. You know, or Minneapolis. Minneapolis. That's where it was. Um, they basically were protesting that, which there's a cause for that. You protesting right. a life of a human being that was stolen or taken, you know, innocently, regardless of whether he had drugs on him, regardless of whether he, um, they accused him of using a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, whatever he was had done it wasn't worth losing his life over but yet he said that those people who were protesting there in portland if they attack those statues or those monuments uh the federal building like the courthouses that they should be prosecuted to the fullest which was 10 years according to uh one of the one of the laws that was in in place but these people stormed the capitol building do you see how much different and how much more severe that is And he's telling them, just go home. But they came to Washington, D.C. For you. Because he told them to, with weapons, entered a federal building with weapons. They didn't just enter. They broke the windows to get in and stormed it. And he just told them, it's okay to just go home. And then not only that, they took pictures or documented whatever they did once they got into those senators or uh, House of Representatives office which is right. treason. So they should be prosecuted to the fullest too. But at the same token, what what occurred was like he they were looking for Mike Pence to do him harm. Correct, which is even worse. They were looking for other people to do them harm as well. Which is even worse. There was a standoff with a, with weapons, with guns. Right. On the floor. Just over a coup that's not going to work. 
the, again, this this event that day, I which I find even crazier that they decided to, you know, they stood off for a few hours. Now they're back in session. They right. didn't sanitize this building. All those people came in there without masks, without wearing gloves and all that. Or, you know, just it was right. not sanitized. And they were sitting on the chairs and touching everything. And they're back in session. And those people are still outside. And if they did even though there was a curfew yeah. and like if they were black, they would have been arrested by now. Not just black, if they were protesting on the opposite side, because right. there were white people who protested with black people for the same for the cause of you know a person losing their life, which is for a cause. This is not for a cause. They don't have any basis or any grounds to stand on because the election is done. Nothing's gonna change. Right. After all the legal battles, all the hoops, attorney generals, uh, federal judges, uh, everybody, everything they had, everybody that they had to go through said that there was no election fraud. Now we're looking now. Now they're trying to, you know, I'm sorry, certain senators and congressmen are trying to gain gain uh, brownie points. By saying it was, so they can get more support for when they run in twenty twenty four. But is it even worth it? Are these people going to actually even vote? Right, because the the only reason I would see them voting is if Trump is on the ticket. These people, he begs, he he, they liked him so much because of what he represented. That's the reason why they came out to vote. <laughs> if he's not on the ballot, or any of his kids are on the ballot, or any of his other corrupt cronies are on the ballot, they're not going to go out and vote. So Ted Cruz can sit down. All these people who, you know, basically standing up for what they call the Constitution, they're not doing anything. They're going against the Constitution. And see, with that being said, Ted Cruz, um, I call him a cockle. Um, what he's trying to do, he's trying to, he tried to grandstand him and Senator... Uh, I think his name was Holly. Mm-hmm. Tried to uh, grandstand. Now they got blood on their hands. I do. Well, I don't even blame them for now. They, they're a part they of have, it. Like, they play. They are a part of it. But yeah. it's it's I, mostly Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the reason for this. No matter. Yeah. You can look at his subliminal you, message about the sick. You can look at these people and say that they're you know they're just trying to you know brownie up to him or kiss up to him. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that's what helped them win the election. But now that he's no longer here, I feel like you, what you could do is go along with the process, just like Mike Pence did, and say, hey, you know, there's no way we can do anything about this. It's part of the Constitution. And, of course, he'll be mad at you, but what is he going to be able to do once it's over? Right. And it is too... And I, have, I have to give it to Mike Pence. Mike Pence has done has been very well first of all i'm not saying mike pence is a great person or a great politician but tonight he has proven himself to have some morality no he has ambition when you have ambition you're gonna do what Mm -hmm. you think is the right thing at the time and Mm -hmm. even if it goes against what you what you're the person who's in charge of you believes Mm -hmm. like he's not willing to sacrifice his future ambitions all because of something that Donald Trump says he should do. 
especially if he knows right. it's not right. You've never been this way in your life. You are a, you know, one of these, uh, what do they call it, uh, evangelical Christians that people love, and you're doing all these illegal things mm-hmm. for uh, for Donald Trump. You're going against everything you believe just to make him happy, and it's really not going to do anything for you? No, I'll go ahead and sit this one out. That's what he did. Right. He still got blood on his hands, too. Because what, he, what he did was he, I know in Georgia, he basically made these people think that it was a, a flawed election in Georgia and then ended up mm-hmm. um, basically hurting the Republican Party in the Senate race. Right. Because he, he led them up to believe that on January 6th, that something could change if you elected those two members. And some of the people are like, if it was a rigged election, why am I voting? Right. And that's the way life is. Like, as you know, we why do we do things? Like, why do we work? We work to get paid. If we're not getting paid for doing work, then do we really want to do it? There's no point. Unless you purposely say, I want to go volunteer. Right. So I think that him and Donald Trump they have the equal amount of blood on their hands when it comes to this. But Donald Trump, of course, is the, the ring leader, so he takes more of the blame. The front guy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, this this should have never happened. If somebody had the common sense and the more turpitude, this would have never happened. He would have conceded. He would have disappeared into the darkness. But what he's so afraid of it's this, uh, January 20th. When he walks out the house, uh, all the charges will hit him at once. Probably not at once. They're probably, uh, probably three or four here and there over uh, some weeks' time. Just in traffic. I, I kind of I beg to differ. I'm going to let you finish your thought, but I, I beg to differ on that. See, for me, I don't see him going to jail. But he will be ruined. How? People what people will ask, like, okay, where to get this money from? What's happening with these bank accounts? What's going on right now? But the thing is, is I mean, are you finished? I just wanna um I oh, just yes. wanna um add on to that. Like you you said it, um, I didn't think you were gonna say it, but you said he's not gonna go to jail. I, I believe that he's not he's not gonna go to jail. Um, however, I don't think it's going to ruin him either. I think that what he's doing is um, he's shaking up a lot of things, not in a good way. But when he knew that he was going to lose the election, he started planning it out, saying, oh, if I lose, it was rigged. He did that the first time he won or Russia helped him or whoever helped him. He planned this out and he said, if I lose, it's rigged. And once he actually lost, then he said, you see, it's rigged. There's no way that I could have lost this and I could have lost that. And he gave his false reasons. But the people who don't know any better, they don't understand how how the uh, election process works. They believed him. And the reason why they believed him is because they don't know how it works. So they went they've been going by what he says, because to them, he's doing exactly what they want him to do. But they were also being manipulated because he loves, he claims to love the poorly educated. 
and they are a good majority of his follower followers are poorly educated. <laughs> and so the ones who are who are not poorly educated, they know better, but they stick close to him because he they realize that he has a huge following and they don't want those people to turn on them. But he also took a lot of their money. He said this is for election uh what do you say uh to election suppression fund. They're they're suppressing right. the vote. So we're going to fight back. And by fighting back, he means I'm going to take this money because I can do whatever I want to with it. And I can either pocket it or I can save it until 2024 and run. But at this point. Or pick people he want to run for yeah, certain office. Kingmaker. Kingmaker, yeah. That's exactly what he had in mind. And he still has that in mind. And he's still asking for for money. And the reason why I know is because I have followed his campaign. I've followed his whole presidency via email, via Twitter, via Facebook for years. And so I'm getting the same emails that all these people are getting, all his Trump supporters are getting. All his supporters are getting. And I just got two today that said that you can be you can be a top donor if you give $300 right now. You can be a top donor if you give $100 because you might not have $300. Um, if you're in Washington, we appreciate you fighting back for the Constitution or fighting for what's right. Now, what they're doing is not right. But they believe that they are because he constantly praises their behaviors. And they also don't know that them giving their money is going to a lost cause. It's up to his pocket. They're making him richer and they don't care or they don't know any better. They really think that's going to election suppression fund. Even though he's proven to be a criminal. So I will just say that, you know, his following is strong. I mean, but those his poorly educated people, they really, they really go hard for him. And I think that, you know, as much as they are considered deplorable and awful people. We could learn something from those people about loyalty, not to be that blind. But if we support mm-hmm. our race the way that they support racism, we could go a long way. I truly feel that. Yeah, I agree with you. It's. Well, you know, I think the difficult part about it is when you have an education, you develop an opinion. And anytime that you have an opinion, you're willing to, you know, contradict or willing to step outside the box and just not always just mindless follow. But when you don't have the education, you follow the person that has the loudest voice. You follow the person that has the most money. You follow the person that has the most gloss to them. And that's what they're doing. There, it's like you have... excuse our language, you have a whole bunch of turds following one turd that's covered in glitter. Hmm. And to this point, it's and I say, I'm willing to say they're turds because at this point, when you storm a federal building and scare people to act, you know, scare, scare people that's actually working for us to the most part, 
and people that actually have families to go back home to and everything like that, it's, you're a turd. Once you try to usurp your government, turd. Yeah. I don't understand how. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But again, like I was saying, like once you have a certain level of education, you're not going to just willingly fall. You're going to question everything. And that's what I, that's what Democrat Democratic voters do because our voters usually have a higher education or college educated. Not saying that they're smarter than a Republican voter, but that's just how our they understand processes over uh, over what you just you know just say. You know you can't. They call themselves uh, freedom fighters and these type things, but. They don't really understand. And honestly, and I don't think that's a party situation. That's a that's a, a class situation, a social class. Because you have poor people on both sides that don't understand um, how things work. But you do listen to the person who has your interest in heart. But it's just crazy that you have all these Republicans who don't have anything but they're all out there. They're fighting for Donald Trump when the Democrats are actually going to give them what benefits them. But they're so blind to it that they rather, uh, they're so blind and hateful that that doesn't matter enough to them. They know that they're going to, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they know that they're voting against their own interests because sometimes the interests are bigger when it comes to your feelings versus your finances, <laughs> which it shouldn't be. You definitely shouldn't be. But yeah, look at it like this. They were told back in the day that as long as you're doing better than the, well, and you know, most Trump voters are white. As long as you're doing better than a black man, you're good. Like, yeah, you may not be in the position you want, but you're doing way better than them. And as soon as they come up, you go down. And so they vote against their own best self-interest because it's that little trick of the mind where they think they can, you know, do... I mean, they can do whatever they want or they're entitled to this, but you're still there in bondage just like we are. The bondage of poverty, classism... Um, whatever oppressive uh, oppressive situation mm-hmm. it may be, they're with us. Yeah, I think it's more of uh, the 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 classism that that is true. Um, however, um, <laughs> a person doing better than you has absolutely nothing to do with you today. Um, but they, a lot of them feel mm-hmm. as if uh, they're paying taxes and you're benefiting from their taxes by getting programs such as uh, financial aid, uh, free or reduced lunch mm-hmm. and those type of things. They feel like they own you. They feel like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, I'm paying my taxes. Or, truth be told, more of them are on welfare and right. are, are on yes. social 
uh, what they call socialism assistant programs than we are. Yeah. When it com- when it comes to percentage wise right. or you know ratio, they they benefit more from it, but they want to fight it because again they're also seeing that we don't take it for granted. We take advantage. You know, we take advantage of some of the things in, in most cases, if you say that I can go to college on a scholarship or I can go to college on financial aid, you know, of course I may have to pay some of this back, but I'm going, I'm going to go. I'm going to try to make myself better. But they believe, no, you can't afford to go. You can't pay cash. <clears throat> you can stay home and work on the farm. Right. But everybody don't have a farm. So what do you do if you own a trailer or don't even own it? You have a trailer and you have nothing. You're going to go work and I guess save up and buy a truck. Now that's your that's your goal. It, to me, they benefit if they sit there and vote. If they vote their interests, then I think we would be much better off instead of spending stuff on um, on like walls that are unnecessary, um, golf trips, um, <laughs> you know, giving it to corporate uh, corporate bailouts for tax purposes, like that doesn't benefit the small man. That doesn't benefit those people who have a trailer and and they just happen to have a Dodge Ram. They get a Dodge Ram. They work hard for it. I ain't taking nothing away from them, but it's just that they're voting against their own interests. And it makes no sense. All because you like, you prefer certain feelings of how a person is te- is doing things to another group or race based up over your finances. So feelings over finances is a way that a lot of them vote. And I know that because I, of course, I like I said, I pretend to be somebody else on a lot of their blog spots on their social media, and I see how they think. And it's it's very disturbing. Very disturbing. It is the most painful thing to to actually see people people not thinking. People not sitting down, and you know, sometimes you got to mm-hmm. sit down and reflect, right? And you got to look in the mirror and say, okay, why am I poor? I don't have this bad in the oven. How can I get out of this situation? I need to invest. If you invest, mm-hmm. you got to take money, right? Mm-hmm. To invest, right? Sometimes you got to spend a little money, go into a little debt right. to build yourself up. But you got to be smart right. about the debt. But you have to do that. And they're not willing to see that saying like, oh, you know what? Because I'm here. I'm never going to get out of this boss. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. I'm stuck. And but, you know, at least I'm still white. And because I'm white, I still have this inherent ability to be accepted by society. And they don't realize that because Poor, That's right. It's another type of race. It's class. Right. It's a class, but to a certain extent, 
poor is just another still sort of like a race because when they find out you poor you get treated yeah like a minority yeah and or so, you get treated like you're what they call what is it second class citizen yeah they're not gonna tell you to your face that you are just on the same level as a person of a different race just because i mean because you don't have any money all those people think that they come to fighting for this president who's rich and, and popular. He don't care about you. If he cared about you, right. you would have he would have been out there. He would have walked to the Capitol building with them. So Right. And you know, but think about it. Donald Trump hates poor people more than he hates minorities. We don't know that either. And they though, don't see that. Because he he hates equal. Hates equally. He's <laughs> equal hate opportunists. Opportunists. Yeah. He, he like to spread the hate. <laughs> he spread all. He spread hate better than um. Oh like butter on bread. White on rice. <laughs> That's right. But I do. I feel it's unfortunate for them because somehow through their lack of knowledge, they got sucked into something. But at the same token. In your heart, you knew you were doing something wrong. Huh. In your heart, you and even if you don't have the education, and you know that usurping the government is on every application for a job that you apply for. Have you ever tried to usurp the government or do so or do something against the government? These people that went there today. If they ever apply for a government job or a federal job or uh, even just a district job, like a teaching job, they're ineligible. So that kind of brings me back to what you mentioned earlier um, about um, Donald Trump after he's president or after he leaves um, him not going to jail or going to prison, but his career. Like, I don't think he has a career in politics after this because his record would be blemished. Like, they're going to they're gonna give him a quiet ultimatum that you cannot run for president again. Um, but, that, but that's not going to gonna stop him. It's going to stop him from running. But, you know, I think that <laughs> something's wrong with them. Something's wrong with their whole family. Well, you know, the thing about it is, I think Tiffany is the only one that may have her head right because you know she never lived. Um, you have Dun, you have Dunn Jr., uh, Dun Jr., Eric, and mm-hmm. Ivanka, right? From his first marriage, yeah, he damaged them to a certain point. And then you have Tiffany from his second mm-hmm. marriage, and he didn't want Tiffany. And so Tiffany was pretty much raised by um It's not Ivana. What's her name? Um it's not Ivana, but uh I think um her nigga uh I forget her name, by his second wife yeah. uh who stood up to him. Yeah. So Tiffany was raised well, by her. He never raised kids anyway. And then you have Right, he didn't. But then you have but no, he he influenced the first set. And then you have uh poor Baron, who was by Melania and Everybody keeps saying he has a you know certain type of issue. I'm not. I'm not going to speculate. I don't need. I don't know. I'm leaving it alone. Tell that he has something. He has some type of Asperger's. 
Right. And they and they and he they put him in a position where, you know, like of being vulnerable. They come in, they come in. Like hell, they. I mean, like the man. Yeah, but I think they left him out of it when it comes to um, people talking about him. Nobody really talks about him, besides the fact that he's, you know, kind of quiet. But he's quiet because he he like Mm -hmm. I said on the spectrum. But he was around the same age as uh, the the Obama's daughters and Chelsea Clinton when she first got there. You know. But they were in the spotlight because they did things. He doesn't do anything. And I think that's partially because right. of Melania really didn't want to be in the spotlight either. Right. And she's hiding she's hiding him away because she don't want him happy. Okay. She's trying to protect she's him. She's hiding away because she loves him. She's trying to protect him. But at the same token, yeah. she don't want to have to defend him. Because I know, you know when parents have children mm-hmm. with certain type of difficulties, it's so they. It's like they're almost embarrassed that they do like this seclusionary. They do the seclusion yeah. act, and I. I'm, it's so difficult for me to say because I'm trying not to be offensive, but she's she's trying to isolate him so nobody can say nothing to him. So she, uh, so he doesn't, you know, so she doesn't feel embarrassed or bad. Because you know Donald Trump probably blame her for if he does have um, I, some disabilities. Oh, it's not me. I have I, I have, have four perfect, other children that are perfect just fine. semen. Right, but then you look at Dunn Jr. Yeah, they all some like, oh, all them. You know so what? I think even Ivanka, mm. like, I don't know if there's anything wrong with her, but I believe that he's the molester. I think he. I think he. I think he. I think he molested her. But I think he also he tried it with Tiffany. Tiffany was like, nope. I don't know if she would. I don't know if he did that to Tiffany because she probably wouldn't be, you know, around like that. Because she seems to be the only one that has good sense. I think he did it to Ivanka, or he. I I think he did it to Ivanka because he always saying stuff like she's a hot piece of ass, you know, that kind of stuff. And like, if she weren't my daughter, I'd date her. That kind of stuff is like. That's incestuous. Like that's gross. That's disgusting. And why would you even yeah. allow your dad to talk about you like that? Not, I'm not victim right. blaming, why, why but like, gonna correct it? you got to say something to somebody who's crazy like that. That's gross. It really is gross. I mean, and. For those who have parents, um, those who have children out there would never say that about their children. Never look at their children uh, as that. And it's hard for parents to even see their children as being sexual beings when they become adults. Especially like when married. you think back to like the times when uh, she probably was sitting on his lap and this child, he already looked disgusting. He looked like right. a, Yeah, he, he well, looks like, like a 14. filthy animal. Like, you know, person who was rubbing all on his daughter's leg like how was your day, sweetie? And that kind of stuff. Like, that's supposed to be innocent. But when you say shit like that, that's not innocent anymore. And it, it, you think about that every time that happens or you get he gets closer or give, even giving her a kiss. That's going to make me think about the shit that he just said. Right. And see, they were trying to make Biden look like uh, a pervert with his... Uh, 
well, his daughter and his yeah. uh, granddaughters. And he's like, like for, and then like you had to watch the whole clip. Like, no, no, he's showing them the proper amount yeah. of affection. Like he's he's not taking it over the line where it's just and, uncomfortable. Or when he was kissed, or he kissed, or they yeah. a picture of him and kissing And it's his not son. just that. Like it's he, that's how he is. He's a loving person, and he's not a pervert doing it. He does that to everybody. He's a loving person. And so it doesn't look weird unless you're somebody who is on the opposite side who don't like him because of his political party, which I think is absolutely crazy. Right. And but at the same at the same time, like who who is really judging Biden like this? You have people you have these poor people or I'm gonna say poor people. No, that was the wrong thing to say. You have these deplorable people who's ignoring all the signs that his children are damaged goods. Everything about his children are damaged goods. Like Don Jr. is dating a woman now. Say if you vote for you vote for Donald Trump, I'll flash mm. you. Um, Ivanka or but, Ivana. Yeah. Ivanka, I'm sorry, Ivanka is married to Jared Kushner, who never really, uh, whose teachers from high school said, "How did he graduate?" And then when they found out that he illegally, well, not illegally got into Harvard, but you know, he really didn't earn his spot into Harvard, was shot because his father used illegal money that put him in prison mm. to get his son into Harvard, and then. Uh, Eric, Eric is just dumb. I said everything, everything that look when you look at the the Trump family, you say like this was some somewhere in Germany. It was a whole lot of yeah. inbreeding. They messed them up, and that's how you know if y'all listen to Mary Mary Trump, she's been telling y'all. <laughs> yeah, she's very detailed in what she it's was neat, saying, yeah. and people going, "Oh, she just." Uh, she sounds like a disgruntled employee, but she just happens to be the cousin who, or the niece who nobody uh, loves. Who says that about a family member? Just because they, right. you know, of course she's saying stuff about you. That's true. That's why you are trying to discredit her. But I, I think that when it comes to that family, man, they are weird. And, um, it, it, it's I just can't put my finger around it. Like what what exactly is wrong with them? But all of them have some issues. Like <laughs> the boys, especially, he seems to be more functional. Yeah, and he, I think he only loves her because of how she looks. If that makes sense, because he's he's like that. Mm. Um, he don't even. His boys like they try to please him, and I start one time on stage where Don Jr. he thought he did a great job, and he gave him no credit. Like he tried to hug his dad, and his dad passed right by him and just went to Ivanka, and like I was kind of hurt for him. Like damn, right? That's why they act like that. Yeah, but the, the worst part of it all is if you look at it, like, where was Ivana, the first wife, and all of this? Like, was she saving the day? Was she trying to be, like, you know, 
the you know because usually when you have one harsh parent the other parent picks up the slack and you know affection well when you have character building um you're usually raised by huh there you go by me and i know because i watched the interview with melania um and when when Baron was a little baby, or not even a baby, but he was like a toddler, um, Donald Trump didn't know how to talk to him. He didn't know how to uh, what to do as far as being a, a dad, because you know at that point he's still old enough to be the Baron's granddad, or maybe even Melania's dad. Right. But he didn't know how to respond, how to react to him, how to treat him. He didn't know any of that. So it's uh, a little difficult, right? Right. He did like like old aristocracy. I yeah. don't speak to my kids too, uh, for like yeah. thirty minutes a day, and she then they go back them. to the nursery. And that's why they have a connection. And I don't think Donald has a connection with them. I don't think he has that connection with any of them. Except Ivanka, and that's because he wanna smash. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's that's unfortunate. But again, his um, voters yeah. wouldn't ignore that. They think it's cute. They think it's um awesome. Yeah. You know. That oh, he man. wanna make hillbilly love to his daughter. But at the end of the day, like his children are trying to position themselves for political power. And I don't think there will ever be another President Trump because we're going to remember this. Like January 6th, uh, 2021, will always be a day. Like in infamy. Like just will be just the day. That we think about when we see one of the Trumps, like when the when the government almost yeah, I think they almost failed because they weren't prepared for this to happen. If they didn't, that uh, you know, we need to have the same type of security that we would have if it was a Black Lives Matter. Uh, but Muriel Bowser asked for that. So did Nancy Pelosi well, ask for? I think they that they can provide. only deploy that that level of uh security once the other levels of security fail or don't don't ha- don't have the manpower no actually no they were when black lives matter marched but they were already there them? days beforehand prepared that's the point he's not going to deploy them president. on his people so the only way that happened is because the fire i mean the other other departments were like, okay, we need more help. And these people have guns, like Black Lives Matter don't have guns when they when they come to protest in DC. Maybe in other places. DC you're not allowed to have those guns. So for them to be able to walk home safely and not go and get in trouble with their with their firearms, all because you have this narrative that oh the Democrats are gonna take your guns. They're gonna take your second amendment. Now we got to let them actually do it because that's what you say they're going to try to do when you clearly have them for the wrong reason. And not only that, right. you are 
attacking the state capital, like the capital building, the, the nation's capital with weapons. How do you get away from that? How do you get away with that? Right. And then this the same argument is like, how do you attack protesters of other groups <laughs> when they're not even armed? Right. Tear gas. Rubber, um, protesters, because he wanted to yeah, uh, take a picture rubber of the bullets, All that. And then you got Right. Some of these sorry ass police officers sitting there taking pictures with them, taking selfies because they believe in what Donald Trump believes. So you just let them go into the Capitol building right. and attack these people, potentially killing them. Right. Because their intent was to do harm to these people in Congress, Republican or Democrat. That was their intent. They were going to rape him. Because he likes this kind of stuff. You remember what happened what to the, the governor in uh, Michigan? Yeah, when they tried to. Uh, yeah, these are the him. same the people. Not the, not the same individuals, but these are the same type of people. And the president, he excuses yeah. them. Like, he likes it. These. It entertains him. It tells him that he has the power. That's all he wants. He has manipulated his way in. He don't care about policies. Right. Unless it's helping his friends out. Like, I'm I'm a deal maker. I'm going to help my friends. Right. Just like he uh, pardoned everybody who was um, in prison, right? Or over him, pretty much. Uh, but even with that being said, I don't think they've actually realized that even though there's such yeah. this thing called double jeopardy, I know yeah. you know about that. Um, best of all, you know, but there's a thing called double jeopardy where they can't double go to go to jail for this uh, for, for for the same crime. They can't be charged for the I'm sorry, well, they for the yeah for, for the, same. the same crime that they already committed that they already the, the crime that they already been charged for previously. Um. So, but they don't realize that they could put those people right back in jail because there's so much more on those people than what you think. Because it's not. They so I don't know so if those much people out all went to people. jail. Um, oh, you mean those people? Okay. Uh, Roger Stone was in jail. Yeah. Uh, Flynn was in jail. Manafort. Um, Manafort was in jail. There's much more on those people than they were charged for. So. They can't. It's it's like they could, like you can take yeah. them out, but they're gonna go back in as soon as you leave. Yeah. Like he crossed the line when he got them out. I yeah. said, I will leave them there. You know what I'm saying? For me, like I will try, even though I'm the main ringleader and I'm wrong. At a certain point. You gotta, you gotta make some wise moves. Yeah. He didn't. He's not making any wise moves because he thinks people still have the same power they had before they went to jail. Like, no, they have been exposed for what they do. People are watching them now. It's like the, it's like when Stacey Abrams exposed yeah. the voter uh, suppression in Georgia because, like, you had to look at it before two thousand. We had Democratic senators. Mm-hmm. 
right? Before 2000, we had Democratic centers, but something happened from 2000 to 2020 where we did not have, you know, where you we say we as, as the state of Georgia? Sort of weird. Who were the, the Democratic the uh, senators in them. Georgia? Okay. That was before me because I'm not a real Georgian. Uh, I'm a Floridian. Right. Right. And even with Florida, they have some, something's going on down in Florida too, but I'm talking about Georgia right now. You could probably talk on Florida better than I. But it's and then like when she exposed mm-hmm. the um the voter fraud, that's when all of a sudden like people start running and yeah. Democrats start winning in Republican seats. And you gotta remember like some of these Republican seats were held for 20 years, but before then like Newt Gingrich's seat when Newt won, Newt was the first Republican to ever win that seat. That Newt seat looks was like an angry Democrat bird until Newt touched it. He does. I mean, like, and you know, there's a little bit of history about Newt. Newt actually, um, oh, he did that too. That's another thing that, um, no, another Democrat did that too. Rudy he Giuliani. ran for president, I believe, or he was the vice president candidate for John Kerry. Oh, uh, I get it. No. Well, okay. Well, no. John Kerry him. was cheating on his wife. It was John Kerry's vice president. That's right. I know. Uh, yeah, I know, that's right. Um, Edwards. Edwards. Uh, something Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Edwards. So John Edwards, like he he never left his wife. She left him when she found out he but was she was sick. That he had, had been, like having like a thousand affairs. She had cancer. The funny thing that stipulated her cancer was the fact that she uh um she was on hormones like to get pregnant again. And you know, like fertility hormones can actually that's one of the side effects of fertility hormones. Uh, it can gotcha. cause or predispose you to breast cancer. So after they had their two youngest kids, um that's what happened. Um but mm. he never left her. Like she left him, but Rudy Giul- Rudy Giuliani and Newt Gingrich. It was in the news my, that my, my. they left their dying wives. Yeah, divorced them on their deathbeds. Jeez, I mean. So again, like look at it. Like you got, you just have to look at it. Like nobody's the perfect. We with. I just know that there are certain things that you know. I have a dying wife. Um, not to say that I wouldn't divorce her still. I would just, if she's dying, I mean, you kind of got to make sure that she's comfortable and having the stress over that right. <laughs> in her in her lasting days. Yeah. yeah. Right. God forbid. Yeah. Because yeah. you mean like, Maybe, yeah, yeah I if mean, you have problems, again, you have problems. Right? That's you what know, they want. Illness. Right, you have problems, you have problems in your marriage, but like this is this appropriate time to do anything. I mean, like somebody's dying, you know what? Or even yeah, just kind of take the stress off of them, let them go happily, like let them go (sighs) peacefully. Right, 
and you be and you had and you got to find yeah. that inner peace in yourself to do that. But I think we're getting off subject. But <laughs> um, so and if so, I'm go ahead and I guess end this conversation just a little bit. What I see in the future is that tomorrow they're gonna start uh, start talking about Trump and his level of power. They're also going to start talking about what uh, watching him a lot more closely and seeing what else he can do to cause disarray. Now he, now that this failed coup has happened, yeah. he has put everybody on guard. Um, in the future, they're probably going to do some votes to ensure that this never happens again. Uh, we can already see that the Republicans probably are, some Republicans are going to join the bandwagon and get rid of abolishing the electoral college. And the Republicans may change the ideology where with the time so they can start actually, you know, getting people into the all into offices think without that can electoral happen. college um, or voter suppression. Because if you get rid of the electoral college, then what's the point of voting? Um, and then when you do that, that means that Democrats would win forever. No, because you still have Texas. The battle and how many um, many California California been red? You still have you still have Georgia. How many times has California been red? Huh? No, I'm talking about like Texas red. Not not based on population. New York, New York. You know what? That is true. I mean, but I mean, the electoral, I mean, but look what the electoral, co- the electoral cause got is Donald Trump. The electoral cause not got not George W. Bush. George so, w. Bush. Hanging to when we're, we're, George on, w. Bush. we're on the brink of a, huh? Huh? Yeah, the electoral cause got is George W. Bush. And then the, you know? the George W. Bush got us a double dip recession. Donald Trump yeah. is by the places in a, a double dip recession. So, I mean, we have to get rid of electoral college. I know it's, I know there's some benefits. I don't to think it, so. But the popular vote is the only way. Unless you want to do like um, European parliamentary. What's style, so bad about the electoral which college? Probably though? Would not like. It negates the popular vote. If so, most of the people in the country don't the want popular you, vote applies to each state individually. That's what the electoral college is. So if you win the most votes in Georgia, then you win the electoral college in Georgia. If you win the most votes in Florida, you win the electoral college in Florida. That's how I believe it should go. Like if you do popular vote, then like I said. Democrats are going to always win because you have states like California, you got New York, you have mm-hmm. um, like mm-hmm. Washington State. There are some sparsely populated um, states that would never give the Republicans a chance, like Alaska. You know, it's just not, it wouldn't be a true representation just because this amount of people voted more than that amount of people. So I don't think it should be. Okay. I see. <laughs> Look, I see where you're coming from, but eh. 
They I just, just I don't like it. Just get rid of the. I, I just I, I say popular vote, but you're right because I I you're right because deep down I know that the popular vote will always yield a Democrat, but mm, that just means that Republicans need to up. But their you vote. know that some people vote party lines regardless of whether the candidate sucks or not. That's true, but they need to up their game. Like if they if they want if they want some if the Republicans want uh uh more voters, then they need to look at their policies. Look at their policies on women's health. Look at their policies on so um, race issues. The whole, they change the whole to uh, up the game. So the whole representation of the party. Yeah. Well, if that's what it means, they have changed with the times. Um, no, so um, in the future, in the future, after, this? after <laughs> this event, I mean, after you're definitely event, gonna have today, to strengthen yes. um, security. Number one, yeah, two, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Number <laughs> two, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> first and foremost, <laughs> I never want to, I never wish death on anybody. Um, but it's very sad that this young lady died. Uh, forcing our way into the building. Um, but I also want to see consistency because if one group of people would have did the same thing that they did, there would have been so many more casualties and a lot of more blood spread today. So I just, I feel like we need to uh, be more consistent with, with these type of radical groups. Um, treat them all the same. Treat us all the same. Honestly, and we need to also put something in place to where we don't have to worry about um, these jokers coming in here because this part right here, like I said, is celebratory. This is a ceremonial event. It doesn't even have to have it. Like, I feel like they should have came back. They should have just stayed home right. and said, okay, well, we certified the election via Zoom. Should have did it for, via Zoom. But, right. They're trying to do everything uh, traditionally that it's not a traditional time. Right. Yeah, that's that's that. Because your president decided right. not to be. That's right. A traditional person. So. Thank you for having the, me. I want to tell you it's thank you for joining me on the road. Yes, sir. I mean. Man, great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes sir yes sir I would hope <laughs> now yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I got much love for you too yeah, I think I got that much love for you, man. Um, you know this was great stimulating conversation and it's something that we should have more of in our community um, you know yeah. we we probably will after this um uh Listeners, thank you for joining me on the road. Again, I'm tired.